Let's turn it into a weekend of love with some great tips on enhancing your marriage with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070, The Answer. I love that romantic music getting into our world-famous marriage talk segment. Started a long time, I don't know exactly when, it was still a long time ago, on KRBE, doing the morning show, talking about how much I dig my wife. Program director sends me a memo, knock it off. We want you to sound single. Really, this schmuck said that. And uh, it was an altercation. And uh, then I went to, like, the last station I went to. They said, don't <laughs> do not do it or we're getting rid of you. Don't talk about fidelity in marriage. Like, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> and then you get here and they love it here on Salem. So I really appreciate Salem Radio. Um, they appreciate the segment and us, but I appreciate them because they encourage us to talk about the glory, sanctity, holiness and I had steaminess of marriage. We have uh, a world-famous marriage talk segment, Friday today, 30. It's actually written by our good friend Robert Kosick. Uh, he wrote the book Honor the Vow a long time ago. He's a marriage uh, coach and church deacon, all-around great guy. He he, uh, he counsels couples in, when they're hitting a, an icy patch in their marriage. And he, he's written marriage tip number 227 on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Mr. Kosick, happy Friday. Happy Friday to you, Sam. I know you talk all the time about how you and Denise have only had those two arguments, and I think that's fantastic. I, on the other hand, am Sicilian, and if I don't have at least six a year, I lose my <laughs> membership. So I'm just saying the family. You know, I gotta, well, you know, that, mo- that on our side, the mob Jewish thing is also very yeah, it's yeah. very argument prone. I just said, I just, you know, I've been through experiences in my life where you almost lose the life. And I feel like, you know what, I've come close to some things I don't want to argue. I know. But I can tell you, though, if you went home and told Denise that, hey, you know, the radio station wants me to be sounding like I'm eligible. When I'm out, I need to be flirting and eligible stuff. I bet you'd have your third argument. (laughs) (laughs) And by the way, it wasn't an argument. She was mad at me. Let's just clear that up. I'm just, you know, it was in, in 91. A family member disrespected her, and I should have taken him out, right. and I didn't. And in '09, uh, when I it was like, uh, the station was shut down, I was out of work. I didn't pursue it, a certain opportunity as quickly as I should have, and I lost it. And she was really mad at me. So, and and you know what? She was right. She's, she's right. So. Yeah. Um, the topic is, is kind of arguing. The marriage tip number two two seven, entitled "You Talking to Me." On Facebook, Sam Malone Show, nineteen seventy six, Taxi Driver, the movie. Robert De Niro memorialized the phrase, you talking to me? It's a celebrated line of movies, but if your spouse uses that line in response to a comment you made, things are probably not going to end well. Studies by John Gottman have found that if the initial three minutes of a discussion include sarcasm, criticism, or expressions of contempt, there is a 96% chance the discussion will end in an argument. Once again, if there's sarcasm, criticism, or contempt... So three steps to reverse a bad start to a discussion are, one, pause the conversation to allow time to cool down, two, apologize for your harsh words before you restart the discussion, three, don't be in a rush to get back into the discussion, uh, but then again, don't ignore the topic either. Robert Kosick, take it away. All right, so, so unfortunately, uh, your marriage and my marriage are, in this particular area, more of an anomaly. Couples do argue, and it's... And it's Pride-driven. It's it's two people that are so deeply connected to each other that anything that's off kilter 
in the way you say stuff or how you handle yourself hurts really, really deeply, and, and things can get flared up pretty quickly. And one of the things that I, I try to help couples through is, number one, let's get down to what the root issue is, because whatever you're arguing about probably wasn't the issue to begin with. It's more the emotionals and the feelings and stuff. But the, the first rule of thumb is don't keep punching ahead. Don't keep driving on with whatever the conversation is that's out of whack. Stop the conversation. Put it on hold for a minute. Let everything cool down. I, I, I give them the analogy of sunburn, and we, we've used this one before. If you're sunburned and I come up and flick you on the arm, it's going to hurt. If, on a regular day, it's just going to annoy you. It's kind of the same thing with arguing. If you're at that flared-up sunburn stage and you're going to keep going, I don't care what you say. It's going to hurt, and it's going to be a mess, and it's only going to get worse. So the first step is shut it down for a little while, take a little bit of time to relax, and then apologize for whatever you said. Whether, whether you meant it to hurt or not, it did, and you ought to apologize for that, that, that it was taken in a wrong way. And then you know, you get back to these things eventually, but don't be in a rush to jump back into them. Wait until the timing is right, but don't completely ignore it either, otherwise it will just fester. So three real simple ways to reverse that cycle of, hey, we started off wrong, but we still need to resolve this. Let's do it the right way this time. Amen to that. Our Wolf Hemis Marriage Talk segment, Fridays at 8.30 Central Time. Content on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Arguing is the subject matter. You said that you maybe stop or apologize. Uh, number two is apologize for the harsh words. Mr. Kosick, very few people seem to apologize these days to their spouses. Very few people oh, say, wow, I'm sorry there. I shouldn't have called you blank or shouldn't have said blank about your mother. <laughs> yeah. Or even I'm sorry that what I did said uh, hurt your feelings. And, and so I was sitting with some guys at, at a meeting last last uh, Friday morning before the segment, and they were talking about what do you do when your wife comes up with one of those questions that you don't want to answer because you know it's going to be an argument like, right. does this dress make me look fat? I said, well, you just tell her no. It has nothing to do with the dress. You are fat. <laughs> <laughs> the dress just accentuates it. And so, I said, so that, that would, would get you onto an argument about the right thing. She needs to lose weight, maybe. But I said, no. I said, what, what you need to do is in those situations, just tell her, no, you know, if you just stay naked all the time, you won't have this issue. Just don't even put the dress on. But it's one of those things where I told them, take a step back. What is she really asking? When she asks, does this dress make me look whatever, all she's saying is, I know I'm overweight and I don't feel real good about my body, but do you still love me anyway? That's what she's asking. So address the real issue, and that's all we're talking about here is whatever's heated up and flared up, get away from that and back it up to where you now can say, let's talk about the real issue and let's resolve that real issue. And, and sometimes you got to take a break to get to that point. Our world-famous marriage talk segment. Could you imagine if a guy only heard half the conversation because he went like into a parking garage where he didn't hear the second part? And he says, <laughs> does it make me look fat? Yeah, because you're fat. You're like, okay. Yeah, Thank you, Mr. Kosick. Okay. Like, no, no. Thank you. That's all I get another client. Big deal. <laughs> that, is, that actually made me laugh. That was excellent. Um, our world-famous marriage talk segment, Fridays at 8.30 Central Time, also included at no additional charge is our hot and heavy marriage tip. <clears throat> because on this show we talk about the glory, sanctity, holiness and I do and steaminess because I want y'all to be like chasing each other around. It's a beautiful day when y'all are like hugging, rubbing, and lying, as we used to say. Uh, when you were like newlyweds, you couldn't keep your hands off each other. Get back to that. That's fun. Hot and heavy marriage tip is go to bed early. A study of over 63,000 women, 50 to 79 years old, found that those who slept less than five hours per night were 30% less likely to be interested in, you know what, 
versus those who got seven to eight hours of sleep a night. So if you want to increase the flames of intimacy in your marriage, warm up a glass of milk for your wife and send her to bed early tonight so she'll be more likely to stay up late tomorrow night. I guess that's right, but then you got to give up time. So I thought this was a really interesting study of 63,000 women, which I thought was, was a pretty good sample of, of women. Uh, over several years, they just tracked them and talked to them and stuff like that. And, and those between 50 and 79, actually all ages, it was just more accentuated in the 50 to 79 range, they really need to get sleep. And if you think about that, that's such a core to everything. You're just exhausted. You're, you're mentally spent and, and whatnot. And so people need to think through that. What does my day look like? What does my week look like? What, is, what are things going on? Because we need this part of our marriage to be strong and to be vibrant and, and whatnot. So what do we need to do to get there? And something so simple as get a couple of good nights of sleep first so you're rested and well-energized and you're thinking clear and you're excited about what you're going to be doing and have the energy to do what you're going to be doing and all those kind of things. And, you know, you told the story, I think it was last week, about the guy who takes a, a two-minute nap or a 20-minute nap while his wife gets ready for bed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought that was hilarious. So. If that's what you got to do, great, but that sleep is so important, and I never had thought of it in terms of this aspect of your marriage, but it makes perfect sense. Go to bed early so that you can stay up late tomorrow. Amen. Amen. Our world-famous marriage talk segment, which Mr. Kosick and I have been doing for a long time, and still, I'm still in a state of shock that the last radio station said, knock it off. Do uh, not. I, to this day, and whatever, uh, <laughs> I, I, it, I guess in the eyes of many, Talking about fidelity in marriage, sanctity of marriage, and such, the romance of marriage is a is a is a no no to many, especially yeah. in the entertainment, t- especially TV and radio. It's a no no to talk about husbands and wives loving each other and you know enjoying each other both physically and spiritually and intellectually. And, yeah. and because it's I'm, such a personal topic, that's why it, it's so sensitive to people because if it's not good for them, it's very personal and, it, and it's. For a guy, particularly, it's very detrimental. And, and that's all I said. They would be more apt to admit to having a drug problem before they'll admit to having a marriage problem. So that's where it gets a little more. Seriously? Wait, say, Hats people, off. Yeah. say that again. People, say that again. What? So a study found that guys would be quicker to admit to having a drug problem before they'll admit to somebody that their marriage is falling apart. It, it's that personal and that yeah. much of a failure for them that uh, they just don't want to hear it. And that's why you see with so many marriages kind of blocky. And it's on a downward trend, which is great, but you see so many marriages Right now, the Rocky, they don't want to hear about your marriage being doing, doing well because then they got to face the fact that theirs isn't. So people just say, just leave it alone. And, and that, I'm so hats off to Salem for saying, no, that's the wrong way to do it. If it's an issue, let's tell you how to do it right so then you can go fix it. Don't just sweep it under the rug. Do something about it. And that's what we talk about each week is how to do something about it. Wow. Dang. You know what? It, it wouldn't uh, ruin your day if you cracked open the Bible a little bit, maybe from a, a Proverbs 31 ver- uh, chapter about a wonderful wife to Song of Songs of, Sol- of Solomon, you know. And uh, give it a shot. Listen, things can only get better. Our world-famous marriage talk segment. Make sure you visit the uh, Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Read it later. You can watch the segment, too, if you want. That's the beauty of it on your phone tonight. Y'all sitting there drinking wine, snuggling up. It's our world-famous marriage talk segment. It's Fridays at 830 Central Time. It's taken a life of its own. This is our good friend Robert Kosick. wrote the book Honor the Vow. You can visit his website, honorthevow.com. <laughs> this is Dino. Marriage, <laughs> marriage coach and, and deacon and author. Mr. Kosick, have a blessed weekend. Thank you for taking the time to join us. Thank you so much, Sam, for having you me be a part of this segment. And have a blessed weekend. You got it.
Volare from uh, Dino Paul Crescetti of Steubenville, Ohio. All right, take that to the break, my friends. Back in a second, AM 1070, the answer. Poi l'improvviso zenido dal veretto rapido e incominciavo a volare 